0: Salute to Scipoli and welcome again. Salute omnes as well. Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's. Today, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be kind of riffing off a of more medical terminology, but in this in this sense here, I'm going to be diving more so into the movements, uh, the body itself, anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, kinetics, all of that in regards to movement, motion, the body, stability, balance. All of these things really coming from predominantly Latin actually, but then we're going to talk about some Greek as well because we got to shout out our homie G, OG homie in fact, right? And As my students know, we can actually match up the ancient Greek with the Roman alphabet. Alpha is to A, beta to B, gamma to C, and so on and so forth. I don't need to recite the Greek alphabet, I'm pretty sure any frat. Boy, can do that, even though I was never in a frat, and uh, I'm glad that I was, even though I know there are a lot of people that were in frats, and they're good guys. I'm just not one of them. Um, anyways, random tangent. <clears throat> uh, why don't I all do it real quickly? Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, moon, nuke, c, omicron, pyro, sigma tau, upsilon, phi, chi psi, omega, there you go. All right, getting into uh, the... Well, before we actually get into it, I have to remind you guys to uh, go ahead and if you haven't already, hop on over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, um, Pocket Cast, Audible, um, all these places you can find me. In fact, just go to Google if you want to and look up Latin and Layman's Rhetoric Revolution and you might find me there. And if you do, please show me some support because um, I don't really... Well, it's all uh, it's the, sm- the smallest way that you can support me. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for uh any yeah, I, I I I've gone into many things, but I don't ask for anything. So, I'd appreciate it. And with that being said, I don't know. I've been talking to more people about how like maybe you should use podcasting. And if anything, I urge you guys to just get a microphone and just record into your your pick a topic think about it it's almost like free writing but instead of free writing it's stream of consciousness of whatever's in your mind and um, a lot of the time you know this is how i actually started it it's kind of started from the amount of journaling that i've done in my life to where now i started to do a lot of vocal journaling and then i would you know i still love to write that's one one thing that i make my students always do and that's what i don't see a lot of uh, happening in the class. I mean, when I'm having to teach my students the importance of why we take notes and how to take notes and why we abbreviate certain things, um, you know, because like, hey, the professor isn't going to wait for you to, you know, write out all the, the the notes that he has on the whiteboard. In fact, I had a professor in college that literally wrote and had his wrote with his right hand and in his left hand, he would hold the eraser. So as he wrote with his right, he his left would erase and Got handed to him. That's pretty like that's some good motor coordination there. But uh, also made it really hard to keep up in this class. Um, but you know what? Such is life for some dude that thought that he was all the creme de la creme because he had wrote his own linear algebra book and all that good stuff. But uh, that's when I realized I was not good at math. Uh, regardless, I urge you guys. If anything. Um, it, it really is cathartic and when I say that in that like a loop that I've created for that that uh, oh hello train you know I, I worry now <laughs> we'll talk about tangent upon tangent I worry with all these railroad spills that have been happening all over the country I live really close to a railroad um here in Colorado Springs and uh, I always like I'm always like, what if, like, you know, everybody seems to be pretty careless right now. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, like, you know, the three or 400 yards it is away from me. Anyways, with that being said, let's dive on into a little bit of an interruption. Maybe I can coax you into trying out not even podcasting, just try vocal journaling or something like that. Free riding with your mind and with your thoughts and with the voice in your Vocal cords. I don't know where I was going with that one. With that being said, let's get into these. So let's talk about some physiology. First off, talking about anatomy. Anatomy, which is, according to Almighty Google, the study of the structure and organization of living things. It comes from the Greek "anatome" or anatome. Uh, but if we actually see the assimilated form of anatome, we have ana meaning upwards and then or up and then tomi referring to cutting. So in this case, anatome together assimilated means cutting up and that's a sen- or dissection. And that's what anatomy means, cutting up. And in this case, the cutting up of the human body, because that's how we understood it. Because before we had anatomy, before we had the great enlightenment, we did not know what was under our skin. Because we kind of considered, excuse me, we kind of considered uh, humans to be kind of like angels in a way, godly, like the, the 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 vessel itself was sacred and that it wasn't meant to be touched after death. You know, there was a, before the great enlightenment, there was a lot of church influence in the, uh, in that world. And so with all of that influence, you know, they held on to these beliefs. Until that enlightenment came where they started to, you know, question the nature of reality, um, you know, divine reality, the stars, the heavens, whether, you know, the earth was actually in the center of the universe, all these things, right? And that's where anatomy happened because then we started to cut up the body and to understand it more so underneath the skin. Next one biomechanics. Bio, referring to life, bios in life. And then Latin, Um, mechanicus means mechanics essentially. So we have a Greek and then we have a Latin word switched together to make biomechanics essentially, which is the study of the mechanical properties of living tissue and really how they interact with the environment. So your body and how it interacts with the environment and in free motion, in space, in time, all that good stuff. Cardiovascular, the, this is the study of the heart or really just, yeah, it it is the study of the heart and the functions, uh, And its functions in the body comes from the Latin "cardiovasculum," which actually means heart vessel. Next one, endocrinology. So the endocrinology is the study of the endocrine system or the endocrine system, depending on how you pronounce it and hormones and their effects on the body. It comes from the Greek endon meaning within and crining meaning to separate Um, endo again, right with uh, like endogenous genus, coming from like the creation of, like the genesis of, um, and then endo meaning within. So the creation within versus, well, exogenous, the creation from without. Um, It also can be genus coming from gens, gentis in Latin, meaning tribe, class, type, that's where we get genealogy or generation or, you know, in bad cases, genocide because in Latin means to kill and side is that pre or that suffix form. So if we have genocide, we have a killing of a, a, a tribe or a class or a race. So if you didn't know now, you know, that was a little bit of a side tangent again, though, endocrine endo meaning within crying meaning to separate and sometimes to sift. And in this case, it's the within separating of all these hormones because we have so many different hormones within our body, whether they be actual like testosterone, progesterone, um, estrogen, um, or we have other ones, (coughs) uh, like, uh, like dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin, all of these being neurohormones that are secreted throughout the body as well um, uh, through that neurological process. So if you didn't know, now you know. Next one that we have here is neurophysiology. Neurophysiology refers to the study of the nervous system and how it functions, coming from the Greek neuron, meaning nerve, and physiologia, meaning Uh, The study of natural science, science really, or natural science in general, or the study of the natural world. Um, Physiologia. There we go. Next one that we have here is going to be physiological adaptation, which is the process by which the body changes to accommodate new environmental conditions. Coming from physiologia, right, the natural science, and then Latin adaptare meaning to fit, so to fit within the natural world essentially is what physiological adaptation means. And uh, there you go. And then that suffix asian, is the action of, so adaptation really just means the action of fitting into the, nat- the natural world, physiologia. Um, respiration, respiration, re means back and spira means to breathe. So it means r- really to, to breathe back essentially. But also, it just can also mean to breathe, which is the process by which oxygen and carbon dioxide are exchanged in the body, right? To breathe and then breathe back. Skeletal system, the study of the bones, joints, and the cartilage in the body. Coming from the Latin, skeletum, uh, meaning dried up or dry, a.k.a. What are the bones they are pretty much dried? eh? The corpse has decomposed and all of that stuff. The last one that we're going to talk about in our physiological realm is going to be thermal reg- regulations, which is the study of the regulation of the body, body's temperature and body temperature coming from the Greek thermos, meaning heat, and the Latin regulare meaning to rule. This is also where we get, well, regulare, to rule, the ruling of heat essentially within the body and how it, you know, how it is ruled by these processes, um, thermo meaning heat, this is where we get hypothermia, right? I was talking to my students about hypothermia. Well, we've been actually just doc- doing a lot of etymology lately because of the really wonky schedules we've had. We've had skeleton crews every other day within my Latin classes because of AP testing or NWEA or um, any other testing that's going on right now. Um, so we've just been doing a lot of etymology and not so much Latin. And uh, yeah, we were talking about hypothermia. and I'm talking about, uh, what it looks like, how to, you know, um, and right. Hypo meaning low or below, and then thermos referring to heat. So it means, a, a below heat or below temperature. And then in, in these cases, while well, emia also, again, uh, is a truncated version of, or yeah, rather is a truncated version of emia, which means presence in the blood. So low temperature presence in the, in the blood in really severe cases, uh, you know, the blood freezes, your, your body becomes hypoxic, and then you got to chop off limbs, hypo meaning low, ox referring to oxygen and egg and that truncated version of emia, presence in blood. Next, we're going to be getting into kinesiology um, and diving further into that. First off, kinesio comes from kinesis referring to motion, motion or movement. Ology is the study of. So in this case, kinesiology is gonna be the study of movement, essentially. Next one, exercise physiology. So this is the study of physiological responses and adaptations to the physical, to physical activity, rather, um, coming from the Latin exitare meaning to train, and sometimes we you know, if we talk about it and we've heard it referred to as such, um, a lot of the time working out is training, right? Training our bodies, just like how we train our minds when we go to school or take class or however kind of brain gym you want to think about. Human movement. This is the bo- uh, study of the body's movements and coordination and control of muscular activity coming from the Latin humanus, meaning human and the Greek and, oh, no, the, the Latin, I'm sorry, movere, uh, spelled M-O-V-E-R-E. Remember, these are pronounced as W's in Latin, meaning to move. So uh, the to move human essentially is really what it's referring to. That's kind of a silly etymology, but such is life. Kinetics here coming from kinesis in the Greek, meaning motion is the study of motion and its effects on the body. Motor control, however, is the study sort of coordination, control, and organization of the move movement, um, which comes from the Latin "motus," meaning motion, and um, which is the the Latin or the the, the noun f- version of moere, <clears throat> and the Latin "controlare," meaning to control. So, uh, the controlling motion or the motor control. Very similar, as you can see. Um, Musculoskeletal system, the study of the bones, muscles, and joints of the body coming from the Latin musculus, meaning muscle, and the Greek skeleton, meaning skeleton. Neuromuscular physiology, which is the study of the nervous system and its effects on the muscles, coming from the Greek neuron, meaning nerve, and Latin mus- musculus, meaning muscle. Musculus is actually a diminutive form of moose, which means mouse, so mus- musculus in Latin literally meant um. Little mouse, because they thought that uh, muscles, whenever they flexed and the fibers that that you know flexed and whatnot, because everybody was probably really lean back then, they could see a lot of the musculature moving and all that stuff. Uh, they uh, they thought that uh, it looked like mice running underneath uh, carpets or uh, blankets, essentially. So that's why they called muscles a little mice. Uh, that being said, I wonder what uh, people with uh, muscle cars would have to say about that. Anyways, or bodybuilders, that their uh, their term comes from uh little mice. <laughs> Sports medicine, the study of the pre- prevention and treatment of sports-related injuries coming from the Latin sporta, meaning a game, and Latin medere, meaning to heal. With that being said, I'm going to leave it there. I was actually going to dive into human movement, but I think I'm going to leave that one for a, a, a latter episode, um, or I'm just going to leave them for TikTok. But with that being said, I hope you learned something new and gained a little bit more uh, information that you can glean from this and or apply in your everyday life or classes or studying or anything like that. With that being said, I just want to remind you guys again to show me some love and support on over Latin and layman's, wherever you are listening to this podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Tempo to